Hey everybody, Josh Sertson of World Alternative Media here, and we're joined by Tim Pachot, the Liberty Advisor, which you can find at thelibertyadvisor.com if you want to become a client of his. This is really important today because we are seeing some really crazy news come out of Biden's mouth. Imagine that. No, it's not the whole ban gun thing, though, that kind of plays into everything we're about to witness in the global economy as we go into the Great Reset. But also, it, it most of all, it's inflation. He did an inflation speech that made absolutely no sense. He's blaming Putin for everything. It's Putinflation, he calls it. It's, it's, it's because of the wheat in Ukraine that Americans don't even actually import, in, except for in very rare circumstances. It, it's because of him that gas prices are going up. It's, and, and he needs to inject more money in the economy in order to stop this, this Putin inflation. This is doublethink. This is Orwellian doublethink. I want you to take a look at this clip. The two challenges on the minds of most working families are prices at the pump and prices at the grocery store. Both of these challenges have been directly exacerbated by Putin's war in Ukraine. The price of gas is up $1.40 since the beginning of the year when Putin began amassing troops at the Ukrainian border. This is a Putin price hike. Putin's war has raised the price of food because Ukraine and Russia are two of the world's major breadbaskets for wheat and corn, the basic product for so many foods around the world. Ukraine has 20 million tons of grain in storage right now, and it's been in storage since the last harvest. Normally, that would have already been exported into the world market. But because of Putin's invasion and blockade of the port on which they could take that grain out for the rest of the world, it's not. So there we have Joe Biden, who, I, I mean, I, I'm amazed every time they can electroshock him out of bed in the morning so he could go and do one of these speeches. It is so brutal to watch this guy speak. It's so cringeworthy. And, uh, you know, it used to be like when it was George W. Bush, it was just funny because it was just like this guy's such an idiot and bumbling around and crashing into walls, basically, like he did in China. But this is like way worse because at this point, this is the demoralization, the end of an empire. And a big part of the end of an empire is the inflation. It's the number one thing affecting people today in the United States and elsewhere. And it's a race to the bottom. The dollar is actually doing well versus other currencies of the world, but it's a race to the bottom. And this article out of Zero Hedge says, is this real? Biden gives bizarre inflation speech full of obvious lies. And he essentially said, uh, because of Putin's inflation, um, in order to fight it, he wants to inject more money into the economy. Well, if you know anything at all about inflation, that is where it comes from. <laughs> it's like, we are going to stop this fire by pouring kerosene on it. We are going to, uh, I don't know, stop these clouds in the sky by spraying chemtrails to make more clouds. It's just, it, it's the opposite. It's the opposite of the reality. So Tim, as a certified financial planner, of course, you're looking at this from your point of view where it's obviously this is insane to say putting, you know, bringing more money into the economy and pumping more money into the economy is going to stop put inflation. There's so much to break apart here. Rip Joe Biden a new one if you, if you don't mind. Yeah, I'd love to. So in 2016, or maybe in 2015, I wrote a little 16-page ebook that you guys can find at the Liberty Advisor Show. We just had my guy put it up there right now. So if you sign up for the email list, it automatically will give you that book. It's just a really short, quick little primer on how they rig the economy. And obviously, inflation numbers are a big point of that. But I wrote that to 
basically exposed that everything that was going on in air quotes good for the Obama regime was and the Obama economy was not really good. It was all this money printing and how they rigged the numbers and rigged the data. And then basically I got to rework that book for Trump and it wasn't really that great. It was the same sort of BS going on. And now it's, you know, obviously the same stuff for Biden. So if you want to be able to show definitively how they are rigging these numbers and how they do it, I would uh, check that out at thelibertyadvisorshow.com. But anyways, in terms of what's going on with inflation, really two of the Two of the biggest drivers of, well, besides, you know, money printing, which used to be the definition of inflation, other things that would really ramp up inflation would be the velocity of money and would also be uh, the dollar getting weaker. And so this is a very rare circumstance where you actually have the dollar getting stronger and inflation going crazy. And so, and the velocity of money is very, very, is very poor, very, very low. And so the two biggest basically catalyst or if you want to really throw gasoline on the fire would be when those two start to kick off so we are having inflation that's you know caused by a lot of things obviously money printing and printing you know anywhere between who you talk anywhere from 65 to 80 percent of all the money in the past two years that that has been printed obviously that's a big cause of it but then you have uh you know supply chain breakdowns you know whether manufactured or not i mean pretty much manufactured by the government you've got terrible policies uh they're not really terrible they're they're designed to do this so i mean they're working for the the oligarchs and the overlords of the economy to do what they want to do, mm -hmm. which is basically to shut people down, starve people out. And I haven't done a single video in the past month because I am taking this seriously enough that I've been looking at farmland. I should just put an, an offer on uh, basically my own like survival homestead. And so it hasn't gone through yet. And if that doesn't go through, then go get another one. But you know, it just goes to show that I am putting my own money where my mouth is and where my mouth is eventually wants to be, it wants to be eating food and the powers that be want to basically starve you guys out and even if you are able to eat it's going to be all crap gmo food or it's going to be bugs it's going to be raw sewage converted into water because bill gates wants you healthy with that sewage water again it's the orwellian double think kind of thing where it's always the opposite of the reality it's like for health you inject yourself with this thing that gives you an autoimmune disorder for uh to stop inflation we'll just print more money i mean it is always the opposite of the reality but as we're going forward here though obviously with the supply chain issue being one of the biggest things that people are witnessing worldwide uh it's obviously all a controlled collapse this inflation issue does a government want to or does a fed want to purposely collapse the economy at this point just to move into a new system do you think well, the Fed has been talking about wanting inflation for, you know, pretty much the past 14 years. And so this is a way that they kind of get out of all the reckless money printing. And then also, I mean, one of the only people that have really have sort of made this point and has made the point really well would be Greg Manorino in terms of a lot of what the Fed is doing, what people think it's like the Fed is trapped or the Fed is cornered. No, they're actually getting bigger. And when the Fed gets bigger and they get more debt, then they get more powerful. And so they get to print money out of thin air. They don't even print it. So they just, you know, take their keyboard, make a bunch of ones and zeros, and then they get to buy real stuff from money they never had to begin with. And then they're basically in the game of collecting interest. So as rates go up, then the Federal Reserve is making more money. And there are 12 branches of the Federal Reserve. They're all privately owned. They're then basically, you know, it's a lot of wealthy European uh, dynasty families that own the Fed. So we just have the, the best slave is a, is a slave that thinks that they're free. And so right now, American people think they're free, which means that we're ultimately the best, uh, you know, slaves out there. And, you know, and if you're offended by that, you should be more offended that, you know, basically the usury and interest and debt slavery that's going on that's encapsulating and, you know, robbing you and your children's future. That's what you should really be concerned of. But eventually where all this is going is I think that the sooner the Fed was, I may have even had a podcast entitled this, but I know we had one last May called uh, 
that inflation's not transitory. So, I mean, I don't know why the Federal Reserve and, and all these people don't try to hire me instead of they hire like all these economists that have got everything wrong all along. And, you know, and the thing is, these are like deliberate policies. So I made different client moves in my portfolio actually on the January 6th because at that point, I'm okay, well, Biden's definitely going to get in there and they're going to shut down all this, you know, domestic oil production and they're going to, you know, while at the same time trying to build roads. Well, how do you, th- where do you think roads come from? You got to use oil to build roads. Yeah. You got to use oil to build most products that are out there. And actually, you didn't really have have to use oil like you could have done things like using hemp seed from way back in the day but then you know that's a whole other story well that's another thing where the government uh, banned that while propping up big oil companies so that later they could come in and say oh we need to ban plastic straws that'll save us even though government's the biggest polluter on the world in the world but they're also the biggest murderer and biggest thief so we can expect this kind of stuff from them yeah let's ban straws and have everybody wearing around masks uh, you know polluting the, the environment with masks instead uh, but yeah, but uh, the eventual real bad inflation is going to be when the Federal Reserve needs to start lowering rates into an already inflationary environment. And I did see on Zero Hedge today, it was, I'm just paraphrasing here, but it goes, Biden's about to see what polls worse, uh, you know, raging inflation or uh, terrible economy and recession. And I think that that is really the rock and the hard place that they are in between right now. And so maybe for all the Trump fans, it may have actually been good that Trump, you know, lost, and I'll say that, you know, in air quotes or had it stolen because... You know, this is going to obviously look very bad for the Democrats, but it's not. But then it gets us stuck in this whole fake left-right paradigm when they've all when Trump was doing the was aside from the obviously his energy policy was way better, and he wasn't trying to I think starve out the country. But then you've got you know Biden where they're deliberately trying to do all this stuff, and it's just so out in the open, so naked. But eventually, I think you're going to see this crack up boom where uh, you know we, the economy could go off a cliff and things are diving down. But then the Federal Reserve, to in air quotes for the podcast listeners, save the economy. We're going to have to lower rates, start printing more money into an already inflationary environment. And then at that time, people are, the velocity money is going to speed up as people are then going to, and there probably will be price controls in there. I'm just trying to think of all the worst ideas and bad things that could yeah. be done. So the government will try to have price controls and say, oh, we can't gouge people. And not that I'm like advocating for gouging people, but, but what, but then they're making it worse because then it will be a situation where you're not going to be able to get anything and then people are going to be using their money to buy actual real things. It's sort of like in Germany when you had the wheelbarrow cost more than all the cash that was in the wheelbarrow. And so people are going to start buying real goods. Then the velocity of money will will uh, spike while the value of the dollar at that point. Well, eventually, once the other currencies go down, then the, the dollar will be the last one. And then at that point, they're going to then usher us into some either new global SDR system. Obviously, you're going to have central bank digital currencies. Yeah. As soon as Josh helps edit me a bit at, a video from FloatFest on that. We'll get my speech out from uh, FloatFest where we talked about central bank digital currencies because that, to me, is the biggest tool of enslavement that is coming down the pipeline that's well, going to be tied into everything else. I, I wanted to go into that a bit. And, and before I do, I want to mention that I took a photo in um, a place called the Alapa, Mexico recently. It's a government-free town without police in the middle of nowhere. And this guy who owns a little cafe restaurant, the peso is so bad that he goes out, um, he flags down some fishermen. The fishermen crash basically into the into the beach. They get out, out of their boat with a bunch of fish in their hands. And the guy trades uh, canned drinks for the fish. He's like, you know, these guys want canned drinks for their family because every Mexican, unfortunately, drinks sugary, drinks sugary crap. But it's like, okay, well, they are going to go buy it anyway, so I'll save them time to go to the grocery store, and here's the drinks, and, and I'll take the fish. And then he brings a fish into the restaurant and makes it as food for the people that go to the restaurant. There's no credit cards there. So, I mean, again, it, it's just a really interesting way of doing bartering or agorism and that kind of stuff. And I think we're going to have, out of necessity, we're going to see a lot more of that in 
in in the near future. Um, but of course, the big goal of all this, 90% of the uh, countries in the world are developing a CBDC, a, a central bank digital currency. Uh, the Rush, Russian ruble is being um, trialed right now as a com only 100% digital currency. Uh, China has obviously been spearheading this. Israel has been, the United States have been pushing for this. The Canadian government has, they're the one that put in their um, budget back in 2015, a bail-in regime, and then the same at the same time, just magically brought in like this central bank digital currency idea. It'd be much quicker to name like the nine countries that aren't on board with this than yeah. the ones that yeah. are right now. Let's so. see, uh, Zimbabwe. I don't know, but the point is, uh, this is this is growing really fast, and uh, I think that's one of the major uh, you know modus operandi here is that they will absolutely desecrate the global economy and force us into a, a social credit based system tied to special drawing rights carbon credits, vaccine passes, roads that shut you down from traveling from point A to point B without going through one of Bill Gates's little uh, checkpoint booths. I mean, this is the goal, and, and that's why it's these highways are being developed everywhere. That's why they're bringing in uh, you know facial recognition, as I've recently reported, at places like Tesco and Aldi as a trial. I mean, this is, this is huge. So the, the idea is technocracy. So, Tim, this is a totally new idea. I mean, it's an, it's an old idea, but it's a new uh, thing to, for as far as fundamentals go to study. Um, how would inflation work in a totally digital system where there is no cash? I mean, would it be, I guess, better monitored? But uh, on top of that, how would it affect people in that case? Wouldn't, couldn't there be an inflationary collapse when it's all digital? Or can people just not do anything about it and they'll switch to a new uh, system of currency like overnight? What, what, what do you think? This is an idea that I've been thinking about a lot, and I honestly don't know the answer. Well, inf inflation is ultimately a tax, and it's a regressive tax that is going to affect the poor people the most, and because rich people own assets, then you know would then appreciate with mm -hmm. inflation. So, I mean, it is a tax, and you know, as people like Ron Paul would say, you know, it's like the most insidious tax of them all because it's basically over the head of most people that are out there because you know we're dumbed down in government schools, we don't think of these things. Mm -hmm. But so you know, whether they tax us outright or, or steal our wealth through inflation, it basically both works out to be the same. But when it's all digital guess what, they can go steal your money with having no recourse or shut you down or, you know, just, and, and so really, I mean, I, a few years ago, I don't know what it was like, four years ago, I took a break from podcasting in the summer and I decided to come back the day they banned Alex Jones. And at the time I was like still somewhat upset at how, you know, into Trump he was and after being like a you know listener for a very long time, but it wasn't even about Alex Jones, it was about, you know, if they can do it to him, they can do it to everybody else. And so I thought that was such an important carry in the coal mine and then to see all these you know, limp wrist you know, libertarians who were like, oh, good, I'm glad they banned him. Well, you know, they didn't obviously get that, you know, the 4D chess of they're coming for you next. And so he was just a litmus test in terms of what's going on. And so, you know, it's so important that, you know, we either, you know, all, you know, hang together or hang separate because they're trying to pick people off one by one. Yeah. But once it's all digital, they're going to have you by the proverbial, you know what, and you're not going to be able to get out of that. And they're going to just be able to directly steal your money, which is theft, or they're going to take it through inflation by just digitally printing money. Because just think of how big the, uh, you know, the unfunded liabilities are. So you've got Social Security, that's a disaster, which is actually relatively easy to fix. Medicare, and I'll say, you know, fix in air quotes, I mean, they shouldn't even have it. Medicare, which is actually a much, much bigger unfunded liability than Social Security. But, oh, yeah. you know, if you go and kill off all the old people and go give them Rendezivir and then ECMO treatments or uh, some sort of, uh, you know, uh, a ventilator and you go kill or them injection. Off. Yeah, or injections, and all of a sudden, you know, that's not going to be there. Unless all this is actually one of the first videos. This is the first video that I've been on since the whole monkeypox thing was going around. So uh, Josh and I did a prediction video, and the first 
prediction I had, first prediction I had at the four minute mark was either smallpox or monkeypox outbreak. At the four minute mark, the very first thing I said was, is basically, you know, people are getting, you know, the, the COVID variants aren't really working. They're going to need to up their game. And then it was really Alex Jones guys through, you know, I think it was either a Greg Reese report or I think it was a Reese report, maybe even John Bowen, both of them put out great stuff. But it just gave it all like the chronology of like, oh, Bill Gates warns about smallpox. And then Bill Gates says, you know, Merck needs more funding from this. And then somebody sends like six vials to the Merck facility. And I don't know, I, I haven't at this thing in a while but it was in the very first time i mentioned that in a client video was on november saying that that was going to be used and this whole thing the pandemic is all basically a financial cover-up of the whole thing was going down and so they needed to have like an orderly uh you know managed collapse managed chaos uh system to then bring about you know all the contact tracing bring about digital IDs, bring about the CBDCs. Yeah, bring about technocracy and they have something to to blame now. They can call it Putinflation. They can say, well, but it's a pandemic and you know, we couldn't help it. We just had to do what we could do to save people even though they're mass murdering people. Again, the opposite of the reality always. Uh, they, they have something to blame now. And the next thing, what, is it gonna be China, Taiwan and monkeypox, which is just shingles, vaccine injury or, or you know, it, it's just, and all the people dying on top of that, uh, it, I think that'll obviously Obviously, have a huge effect on the markets as well. But I mean, and, and obviously from the vaccine, a 40% increase in death uh, year over year. And uh, as of September of 2021, imagine how much has increased by now. Uh, it's absolute insanity. But the point is, they are coming from all angles to basically get their uh, modus operandi of creating a global currency system based in social credit. And by doing that, they just throw different tragedies and, and you know, upheavals at us in order to, uh, you know, twist our arm into accepting the new world order. And the MasterCard CEO came out just the other day, I think, at the World Economic Forum and said within five years, there's probably not, uh, not even going to be a SWIFT system because we're all going to be on these central bank digital currencies. And so... It's really like a hellish type uh, system. And, and th there is a reason why I'm trying to go to a place that's like 50 miles down a dirt road that doesn't have 5G, that that is in the middle of nowhere in a farming community. If, you know, as a young, you know, strong guy, if, if it wasn't for me, actually, it's like you either think this whole fourth industrial turning revolution is taking place and you think agenda 2030 is real and you think the whole, I mean, if you're watching this far in, you probably do think it. So you either think this stuff is real and you're actually doing something about it, or you know you're just going to be one of the the five or six billion people they want to take out. Because I mean, it's they're, they're only at the very top. I mean, their only real argument is whether they want to take out eighty percent of the people, or ninety percent of the people, or ninety five. And and these are guys, you know, like Bill Gates and Ted Turner, you know, having these art intellectual arguments at the top. And this is not just. But then you know we're also then like taking our you know ball off of like other issues like oh Bilderberg's going on right now but everyone well, and they announced Bilderberg the day that it started that their their press release came out June second. And um, it started June 2nd to 5th. I mean, imagine that. It's, it's just so uh, convenient. But, uh, you know, again, you mentioned MasterCard. MasterCard's the one that's working with Tesco and Aldi to trial the facial recognition to replace credit cards and cash completely. If they're replacing credit cards, if we're at that point, yeah, we have something to be um, looking doing, out uh, for. Are they the ones who are trying to, like, pilot the... I mean, I'm not 100% sure. Are they the ones trying to pilot the, like, the carbon credit thing where you're, they'll see how much you purchase and then they'll say, oh, this was your carbon allotment or whatever? Well, well they're definitely involved uh, with the World Economic Forum alongside Visa and, I think, American Express. And the idea is that um, eventually they're able to tally exactly how much gasoline you use, how many, uh, how much carbon, quote-unquote, that you use as, you know, we're a carbon-based life form. So the whole thing is that they're anti-human, so they're just trying to get rid of humans.
experience. But uh, the point is that, yeah, they're trying to trial that in order to put up those checkpoints where Bill Gates putting up these highways everywhere. So then on top of, um, you know, your social credit, you have carbon credits. Oh, you drove too much. You have to stay home. They're already doing this in places like Mexico City to some degree. They have uh, bans on who can drive in Mexico City because of the pollution and in China where they basically started that. And they've been pushing that in places like Australia for quite some time and even Sweden. So again, this isn't anything new, but this is something that we've all been trying to warn you all about for a long time. And I know most of you watching have already been aware of all this, but there's some of us that, you know, it's like, how much do you need before you realize, hey, the, the conspiracy theorists were all right. And, um, you know, the, this inflation issue is the number one, I think, of all of them. Uh, to bring it back to inflation as we close this off, inflation is how they get us because it's how we as dependent people on the supply chain, on the big stores to get groceries, on, you know, these gas stations to get gas and all the convenience that we got that brought in new problems that the government comes in with new uh, conveniences to solve, which means you give up your humanity for those conveniences because tyranny comes under the guise of convenience. All of that stems with inflation because we can't afford things as they print currency. We're not able to afford things anymore as wages go up at a lower rate. And we are essentially just kicked out of uh, the system that we bought into via convenience. And, and, and none of these are new ideas. I mean, if you go back to the founding of this country, as Thomas Jefferson is paraphrasing here, he said, if we ever allow private central banks to issue the currency and credit of our nation, first by inflation, then by deflation, the, the banks that grow up around us will make us homeless on the continent our forefathers conquered. That's a rough paraphrase of that. But that's always been the battle. So you had the first central bank of America ended in 1812 when the charter was revoked. And guess what? The British came here because they opened it and burned down the fucking White House. Yeah. Then in what? I don't I forgot what it was like 1837 the second central bank you had andrew jackson two guns misfire and he said it was the guy that that was going to assassinate him said it was central bankers that, that put him up to it then you had uh you know not that abraham lincoln was a good guy there's lots of you know crap on him but it was abraham lincoln said i've got an army in front of me that's the uh that's the South. I've got an army of European bankers at my rear, and I far more fear the army at my rear. And then, I mean, this has like always been the case. So this is the third central bank. They're going for broke. The guy who set up the Federal Reserve, James Warburg, said, we shall have a one-world government. It's only a matter of if it's through consent or conquest. And guess what? They realize that doing it through beating someone over the head doesn't work. So you've got to get people to beg into it. So you make everybody poor. You make everyone dependent. And then they want help. And then you go and give them freebies. And then those freebies is a central bank digital currency, where then eventually, if you start talking to the people listening to the wrong stuff doing the wrong things they cut you off and they take all your money and they take your ability to eat and then you die and then I mean, and I think of being dramatic. No, this is, I mean, guys like Josh who were talking in January 2020 that this was going to go on for two years. I was on video in March of 2020 saying this was going to go on for at least 18 months. I was on video last November saying that the next thing they're going to roll out is monkeypox. So, you know, you got to look by someone is at the track record of what they were saying in the past and where things are going. And so this is an absolute red alert, hellish uh, nightmare. We're not saying the world's going to end. We're not saying, like, I've been having a great time the past few years, and I know that the, what, the life that I'm going to set up is going to be great. So it doesn't have to be bad, but if you're yeah. sitting here just complaining and is, you know, going around and watching all these different videos, you need to be doing something. So I could have been making videos the past month, but I didn't because I knew that I had to get my own house in order, and that's what every one of you should be doing. So well, I know Josh has things like ramsurvival.com, not just yeah. making a cheap plug out of that, but I bought a whole bunch of his stuff. And, uh, you know, what? people need to be doing things, and but it's also need to be exposed this to others and you really need to be understanding what the game plan is to then expose it to other people. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, it all comes down to self-reliance. That is what we all need to be focusing on. Um, that is a solution. If the, as I said, if the war is on humanity, then the solution is to be more human and be more empathetic, be more conscious, be more uh, survival oriented, individualistic, because they want you in collective. So you should do the opposite of what they say. And uh, as we go into the future, it's going to be extremely important to be out of big cities. And, um, you know, we, it's, People are falling into the conveniences so easily because the government creates a problem and then people say, well, this convenience will solve that problem, but it creates more problems. And I've been saying this since 2006, you know, these conveniences are the problem because we're giving up our humanity for shiny things that make us feel happier because it causes us to release, you know, endorphins. But the reality is that it is us giving up our soul, our humanity, everything that's important to the survival of not just civilization, but humanity itself and the, 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 the future of our children and our grandchildren. We need to get back to basics and that is how we will survive through this. And bartering is a big part of it, growing your own, being able to catch your own fish, raise your own chickens, being able to have long-term storable foods for those emergencies whether there's a, whether you're in a city or there's a, some kind of drought on your on your farm i mean it's it's important to have back up because that is your responsibility as a human being you need to be backed up anyway there's a lot more to go into but i'll um i'll bring it to a close there um of course you could check those links below tim pachot is the liberty advisor you could go to the libertyadvisor.com you could sign up to become one of his clients if you need any financial planning um he's he's been extremely successful with his clients for the last several years and i um i definitely recommend people go and uh, check out the libertyadvisor.com also check out all of, all of his videos on um all of the different uh alternatives you know video sites like bitchute and i believe you're on odyssey and rumble and all that kind of stuff rockfin uh, the, the Liberty Advisor. Anyway, check those links below. GoGetFunding.com, Patreon, subscribe to our, We have a PayPal address, we have a Bitcoin address, and we have a Cointree link with multiple different cryptocurrencies that you could donate in if you please. We also have Epic FundMe, where you could donate in Epic Cash, the privacy coin based on Mimblewimble, um, which is an encrypted protocol that's extremely um, useful, especially in the face of technocracy, which this is all really about at the end of the day as the transhumanism is pushed forward. We need privacy coins on top of the gold and silver, on top of all these other solutions. But the solution isn't always monetary. It's often based in security, your own security of your own person. So um, make sure to uh, really dig deep into both privacy coins and all that kind of stuff. But again, not for the financial gain, rather for the opportunity to break out of the system, out of the banking system. If your money's in the bank, it's not yours, it's a bank. So be aware of what's coming to you if you're keeping all your funds in the banks. It's not a good idea, my friends, and not just with inflation, but because there are bail-ins coming, there is a massive reset coming and you need to get out of that system as soon as you can. Also, make sure to check out uh, our Teespring store. We have a bunch of Wham merchandise. We have a newsletter, www.imband.com. We have uh, Telegram group, World, World Alternative Media, as well as a Telegram channel, World Alternative Media Announcements. And of course, uh, I urge you guys to find us on Rockfin. We're now on Rockfin at World Alternative Media, where we have documentaries and Q&As going up. Just send us your questions and we'll do the Q&As. Um, you get the free content, but you can also get the exclusive content if you sign up financially. Um, we are now on band.video. So shout out to Michael Zimmerman and Alex Jones for giving us a space to speak the truth. And of course, we are 
on Spotify and Podbean and Opera and Apple and Google Podcasts. I have no idea how long we're going to be on there. Probably not super long, but hey, let's make the best of it while we can get that information out. Uh, so if you'd like to listen, go to uh, worldaltmedia.podbean.com or on Spotify and follow us and give us a good review. Um, of course, ch- uh, check out our affiliates, whamsurvival.com for long-term storable foods, 25-year shelf life. You save money if you go through us. Very important stuff. Check the link in the description for that. As well as rncstore.com, Richardson Nutritional Center, your source for Laetrile online, made famous by G. Edward Griffin's book, World Without Cancer. Get your apricot seeds, Laetrile, amygdalin, and vitamin B17 there. We're on BitChute, Odyssey, Rumble, and Bright Dion. I have it, if you're watching us, I have it all written down behind me here. Uh, BitChute, Odyssey, Rumble, and Bright Dion at World Alternative Media as well. Of course, we are on Hive, Steemit, and Float.app at, at Josh Sigurdsson, as well as the bad guys, TikTok and Instagram, World Alternative Media, as well as Twitter and Getter at, at World Alt Media. Anyway, I appreciate everyone watching today. Hit that like button, share on social media, hit the notification bell, and if you haven't already, hit subscribe. Until next time, this is Josh Sigurdsson with Tim Bachote signing out from World Alternative Media. Find the truth, be the change. I'm sure you have already changed people's minds in your young age because you're involved and I like that.